Hey, Chris from the Mighty Decibel here. Welcome back to another edition of our Overrated Albums. And this episode, we're going to be looking at uh, overrated albums from the 70s. This one was pretty hard, actually, uh, for me to find 10. Uh, but we, we found some. Uh, and we're going to start right at the beginning, as we always do. We do this chronologically. So we're going to start in 1970 and piss a lot of you off right off the bat. It's uh, Black Sabbath with Paranoid. Uh, so, you know, obviously this is the uh, Sabbath's uh, best-selling album on the strength of their two biggest hits, Iron Man and War Pigs, two tracks I think that are overlong, overburdened, and, <laughs> and not very good. Um, and then the other track uh, that is high on people's lists is uh, the title track, Paranoid, which is a better song, but, you know, it's uh, not that great of a song. Uh, and then elsewhere, you're going to find the supporting material like Planet Caravan, which is some psychedelic doldrums, uh, Electric Funeral and Hand of Doom, uh, both boring, lumbering tracks saved by uh, some up-tempo sections. And then lastly, Fairies Wear Boots, uh, the best track on the album. In a word, overrated. You know there's no return. forward three years to 1973 for two more albums now the 70s were known for their uh, huge double live albums uh, that sold really well uh, but not all of those albums were worthy of our attention and the first one we're going to point to is one of those it's made in japan by deep purple so come on uh, here we have seven songs over a double disc record average track record uh, length is 11 minutes a piece. <laughs> so it's just too, way too much noodling going on, uh, jam infested. Where the frick are the songs? This is a band that has a wealth of material, wealth of songs that they could have jam packed on this thing. It would have been amazing. But no, they had to sit there and look at their little fingers and their their knees and their toes as they jammed out throughout this boring, lumbering album. No thanks. I'll listen to the studio albums instead.
we go to 1974 now for uh, one of my favorite bands, UFO. And uh, there's a love affair for uh, their Phenomenon album from 1974. So I simply think that this is the case because two of their biggest tracks, uh, Doctor Doctor and Rock Bottom, are on this album. Because if you dig further, uh, yeah, there's there's a couple of uh, acceptable rockers opening each side of the vinyl, uh, Too Young to Know and Oh My. But otherwise, there's a bunch of acoustic drivel, uh, a bluesy Who Cares uh, track. It, it altogether it makes this a very patchy affair. Uh, so the band clearly has not hit their stride yet, so I don't understand why people love this uh, this album. To Thin Lizzy now, another band I, I love, uh, but I don't understand uh, the love affair that fans have for Johnny the Fox, issued the same year as Jailbreak, after Jailbreak. Uh, serious downgrade to these years. Uh, so half the record is good, no, no doubt about top-notch top Lizzy, uh, but the other half is just too damn diverse and uh, confusing the average punter. Uh, there's dance hall ballad, there's retrospective rock, there's funk rock lettered <laughs> throughout this thing. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> three more from 1976 uh, of uh, some overrated albums and let's start with Led Zeppelin the soundtrack from the film the song remains the same so this falls into the exact same problem as uh, Deep Purple's Made in Japan uh, that being that there's just too much jamming and introspective fare uh, on the album especially without the visuals it just doesn't make sense on, on record to listen to this thing uh, so it's not as bad as ma made in Japan, but I still never play this thing. Uh, dazed and confused indeed. <laughs>
ACDC's Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap is a perfect example of an overrated album. Uh, so this was issued in Australia and Europe in 1976, uh, but not until 1981 in North America. And this was a simple case of cash-in uh, as it was riding on the, uh, the Back in Black wave. Um, and this uh, Dirty Deeds incredibly hit number three on the U.S. Billboard uh, charts going six times platinum. Amazing. Uh, the album, uh, Dirty De Deeds, isn't terrible, but it's nowhere near as consistent as the, uh, the upcoming four album run between Let There Be Rock and uh, Back in Black. So the highlights of this thing are the catchy title track, uh, the high-speed rock and roll of Rocker, and the best track on offer here, uh, the pummeling Problem Child, also found on Let There Be Rock. Uh, the rest is either Tame Boogie, uh, similar to that latter era pablum uh, that they've been putting out for the last 20 years, or downright throwaway stuff. <laughs> album from 1976 so after the righteous uh, heavy ass blues of zz top's first album rio grand mud tres hombres and fandango uh zz top shock listeners uh by going light in the loafers with their 1976 platter tejas or tejas uh so dusty hills rumbly blade uh, bass has been uh reduced to a pleasant walk in the park here while billy gibbons sits on a bench and paints some sedate colors for us as we all fall asleep uh but hold it there this still sold gold in the u.s uh i guess 500,000 people needed some sleepy time uh, musical accompaniment huge splash in 1977 with their self-titled debut and this was clearly a case of smart track placement uh, the album opens with their two smash hits feels like the first time and cold as ice 
and uh, and guaranteeing them huge sales. And then from there on in, the balance of the record is just your average corporate rock, uh, making for a pleasant but unfulfilling listening experience, uh, clearly overrated. to Queen's 1977 blockbuster News of the World, which sold 4 million copies in the US alone. Uh, so here's another example of Kenny track uh, ordering as they uh, place the hits up front. Uh, those being of this case, uh, in this case, We Will Rock You, We Are the Champions, and Sheer Heart Attack. Uh, sure, there's also Get Down, Make Love, and Spread Your Wings, but the rest of the album is just throwaway stuff. Um, there's Barroom Blues, AOR, Soft Boogie, and a rock track that sounds like a Nazareth throwaway ditty. Wildly inconsistent. Well, you're just 17. All you want to do is disappear. talk about London Calling from The Clash from 1979. Uh, so this found the band moving away from its punk roots, uh, delving into reggae, rockabilly, ska, pop, and jazz instead. And it's a double album. <laughs> what fun. Uh, so people who prefer aggressive music should steer clear of this uh, Light in the Loafers release. Uh, despite my misgivings, though, the album has sold incredibly 5 million units. Be so crude and a speckless tip and 
those are the 10 examples of overrated albums from the 70s, in my opinion. Uh, if I missed anything egregious, uh, write down below what you think. And thanks for uh, uh, joining us here. And remember, every Monday is our uh, new release Mondays. Tuesdays is our In 40 Minutes. Wednesdays are our album or concert reviews. And Thursdays are top 10 uh, or at least 10, like this case, <laughs> best ofs, you know, stuff like that. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. And in between, though, check out our website, www.themightydecibel.com. Thanks. Bye.